Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hi, this is Bob Miller of the Los Angeles Kings. You're listening to King's Realm Podcast. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the King's Realm, presented by Guys in Short Sports. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's up? That's a little upbeat right now. We're still trying to get over this. Yeah, we're still mourning, Dennis. Dennis, slow it down. How about this? All right, sorry. How about we reset? And I'm thinking this week, maybe we go with something more like this. Hello, darkness, my own. With you again because a vision softly creeping left scenes while I was my bad. I was just trying to, you know, do what we do, but I get it. I get it. It's not so much rainbows and butterflies right now. No. Yeah, so um I'm I still got my money on James to turn it into that, but you know. You guys can follow us on Twitter at Drum Pond. <laughs> and Instagram. Instagram. We do have the Facebook page up. MySpace. Um, make sure you subscribe to the show, SoundCloud, iTunes, Podcasts. Um, subscribers help. Comments help even more. Rate us. Hopefully fives. If it's anything less than a five, we want an explanation. <laughs> Please let us know Oh, the why. first laugh of the show. Uh, <laughs> um, I need a beer, guys. Yeah, let's do this. So, I'm Dennis Wilson. That's James Whitlock. Slowest crack ever. <laughs> and Even my beer's sad. Jordan Heckman. I'm not effing around tonight. This so like, this feels like a like a late night talk show. How somber <laughs> it is. I feel like some bad things happened. Yeah. It uh mm, I'm still wrapping my head around it. Um yeah, the the everything we thought was our our strengths going into the playoffs against the Knights didn't play off. Well, our defense was still strong. Yeah, I mean, think about it: the Knights scored less goals than the the Ducks allowed in one game. So, yeah. Also, at the same time, they are they scored the least amount of goals to win a seven game series. Also, yeah, in NHL history. Yeah, that's which means a lot. quick actually picked up a new nhl record yeah lowest goals against average or safe percentage right yeah 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 nine four six so for for a losing team in a second yeah yeah 
Um, it I does. think that makes it more painful. But it, it is one of the things that we said needs to happen is that, you know, the, the Knights were averaging three and a quarter goals and we kept them, we kept them pretty low. So we kept them, we kept under them below that, that. Yeah. Under that for the majority of the, I mean, two of the games were one goal games. Yeah. So, um, I did, they only scored three goals in one game. Yeah. yeah. So, so it, we kept them well below it. Yeah. It was <laughs> our stat guy sucks still. That, <laughs> we shouldn't I mean, have that stat. No, I mean, it, it <laughs> we don't have any stats. We didn't want to prepare for this. Come on. No. <laughs> yeah. You can't be prepared for this. Yeah, to be honest, I've been drunk ever since we lost. Yeah. <laughs> your uh, your neck beard looks uh nice and gone though. Yeah, I shaved it off uh Tuesday night. Yeah. It was itchy as hell. It was like at the, at that stage where like you're like, okay, this either needs to like get over the hump or this thing's coming off. So <laughs> But I will say, how about those flag waivers? Dude, best in the biz. <laughs> Legit, maybe? Especially those two over on the like the two teen sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right behind the main goal. Yeah. I don't know. I got a picture of one of them not looking too happy while waving that flag. <laughs> I hear it was his score a goddamn goal face. <laughs> it might be. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for the pictures, Augie, by the way. Yeah, thank you very much. Those are badass. Okay, well, let's oh, just get... And not, while we're thinking for pictures, Travis got probably the best picture you could ever get of a flag waver when he got the one of James. That was from pretty behind. epic. Yeah. That was pretty sick. Yeah, it's like in the dark, in the arena. With the lights going, yeah. Ooh, nice, Jordan. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're welcome. I'm, yeah, I, I'm so learning fun. things. You go to your own school. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jordan well, yeah, no, and, and then he also sent the video. I don't know if you saw the video. I didn't but, see the video. Um, the video is pretty awesome, too. It, yeah. It captures Black Betty in all of its essence. Nice. James, okay, I, I can I can speak from experience now because I've seen it live. And I tried to keep keep up as best I could, but there's no way. I, I think it's the gloves. It's got to be the gloves. That and the cocaine it's, he does before. But I, I, um, That helps. He goes apeshit for Black <laughs> Betty. Is it is it possible to go too hard when waving flags? That's what I want to know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It does is. Does James go too hard? Yes. <laughs> yes. The yeah. effectiveness just, of what you're doing, because at that point, you don't even see this LA Kings flag. It's just like uh, a, it's blur. Just a white blur. <laughs> but I will say this. So visually, it does not match the rest of the arena, right? Yeah. But section 215, 216, 115, and everybody above us in the, uh, in the booths go nuts. So there, I mean, if you're talking about from a game entertainment standpoint, the energy alone that gets put into it, those people respond and they're yelling. Speaking of energy, though, how awesome was it as the last few minutes of the game, game four, that place was going nuts. Oh, yeah. It was I mean, th- loud in there. I don't know if you got it on TV, but the first... 10, 15 minutes of the game where it's just nuts. And like oh, yeah. even the, the the usher that was working behind me, um, he looked at his buddy. He's like, this is crazy. I'm like, is this your first hockey game? He's like, no, it's my first uh, playoff hockey game. He's like, this is nuts. He's like, I'm going to lose my voice by the end of the freaking <laughs> But it is just, I'm saying like the energy was just up. When you expect like, okay, the, people are thinking like this isn't going to happen. Other fans would be leaving the arena. Anaheim. Uh, you or know. the grumpy guy that yelled at me at game two or at game three. Game three, yeah. yeah he got yelled at. Yeah. Yeah. What did you get yelled at? <laughs> I was standing during warmups and he got upset. I was standing in a suite once and got yelled at by the guys next to us in the suite. So, yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. So I was you- standing in the suite, like in the very front, and I was kind of over in the corner. Okay, so you could have blocked. 
I was blocking a guy that was sitting up at like, you know, the, the, the bar, bars. you right. know, up in the top of the yeah. stairs when there was like five empty seats in the front row and I was blocking his view. I'm like, come on, bro. You got room. Come on down. Yeah, you can sit in the front row. Yeah. Come get closer to the ice. Yeah. It's not like it's a further walk to the bar. Yeah, right? So, and grumpy old guys, right? Whatever. Um, but I was impressed with that. The energy was hot. Like, you talk about the fans in Vegas. Um, I wasn't there for their first two games, but when we started off the series, game three, at home... Um, I mean, it was incredible. Well, I mean, Vegas had to be pretty pumped after that shitty medieval times intro they did after the first game, but, <laughs> or before the first game. I heard about that. It was so bad. Yeah, it was bad. And now they got a helmet, like the sharks have the shark's head. Yeah, I they saw come out they're of. coming out yeah, of the helmet. Yeah, it's Now the face, they're puking players. Like, right if you're basically. using the sharks as your guide to how you should run your team. <laughs> <laughs> good luck winning the cup. Yeah, good. So how was it walking out of there, like, after the loss? Like, what did, were people like, okay, it was a good season, or was it just like? I saw a few grown men with tears in their eyes. Wow. I thought you said you weren't going to tell me. Sorry. Yeah, it was. I, didn't I mean, names. it was quiet. It was. I mean, the and credit to the. There was a significant amount more Vegas fans at Game Four than there was Game Three. Yeah, for sure. Um, it was way cheaper to get in on Game Four. No, oh, and just in L.A. In compared, it was like two hundred and something, like two hundred and eighty bucks to get in the building in Vegas. It was only you can get in for eighty bucks here. Yeah, so there was there was a decent amount uh, yeah. Tuesday night. Uh, you could hear it. Through the um, TV, when they score, you could hear. They uh, they were pretty respectful. Yeah. I mean, there was a couple people, but they were bantering with people in their group. Uh-huh. But people weren't walking the concourse yelling at each other as they pass. And That's good. There wasn't a lot of that. I mean, and, and they had every right. They swept. They got two shutouts in the series. Like, they really outperformed. Yeah. And they had every right to brag about it. It's, it is their first playoff series. Um. All signs point to this could get messy tonight, and nope. Yeah, I mean everyone was super respectful of each other. It's it, it was actually pretty impressive. I when 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 we were waiting for everyone to leave, there was some some guy that like tried to get into a Knights fan's face, and like his dad like backed him off, and it was fine after that. And like they like hugged it out, which was cool, but <laughs> it was it was pretty adorable. I do have a funny hockey story for you though. We have a, a in in our aisle. We had a, a guy that was pretty obnoxious, Knights fan, right? He was obnoxious within the letter of the law, though. Like they couldn't kick him out because he's just being a really loud fan, uh-huh. right? But he goes out to go get something, and he's like, "Go Knights, go, go Knights, go!" And he's just like focusing it all on like two sixteen, just yelling at him, right? And so he goes off, and it's a couple minutes later. So the game's in play. He comes back in the tunnel, and you can hear him. And it echoes in the tunnels, uh-huh. right? He's coming out, coming out, and he's looking up. He's like, go, nice, go. But this time, he's moving because he wants to get back to his seat. And the usher looks back because he hears the yelling, and he sees him coming, and he's not looking. So the usher puts his arm out up against the wall across. To stop him. <laughs> to block the whole yeah. thing. And he goes, go, nice. And he just turns right in time. And he bends back about a 45-degree <laughs> angle. He's like, oh, nice. <laughs> and the guy's like, hey, you got to wait till the end of play. He's like, him. oh. And I'm like, 
<laughs> everybody lit off on that and i was like i remember my first playoff series <laughs> and uh it was pretty fun he did end up getting pulled out by security oh yeah but they let him back in because uh, really he's not doing anything wrong they had a talking to him they did but they're <laughs> like look dude don't go too hard like this is LA. <laughs> this is LA. Like don't go too hard. Most people in hockey are respectful, but this is still but LA. <laughs> you might get stabbed. Don't push it too far. <laughs> All right, should we go over real quick like what we believe went wrong? Yeah. Even though everybody has their own opinion. We didn't it. score goals. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's basically it. I, I heard all kinds of Three things. Three goals like, in four games is not good. <laughs> yeah. Does not win a series. No, no. it doesn't. Um I don't. I I think that Vegas kind of took them by surprise in the first couple of games. Like they came out hitting hard, and I didn't think that Vegas would be able to keep that up. What, that that high level the, of hitting and everything. But the they hit total did one twenty seven in the first game. Yeah, and like ninety percent of that was us hitting them. No, it was, it was like really. It was no. pretty even. We I mean we had potentially ten more hits. Yeah, but no, it, it was they would they came out hitting, and it, it was just kind of. Kind of surprising to see that. It was smart on their behalf. It was. Because the Kings don't expect to be served their own game. Nobody expected that. And they were able to keep it up. Um, I mean, like, I don't know how much went really wrong other than we just couldn't finish on opportunities that we should have finished on and probably would have if a regular season. They're running our offense into the boards. I mean, they're just funneling yeah, well, us a, into the boards. They're they're keeping us out of the dump center and chase. of the ice. That they pushed us into dump and chase. And I think the way that they did that is they just layered everywhere. Offensively, they were layered. They had second wave, third wave attacks on the offense, and they layered their defense really well and pushed us to the boards. And like we couldn't get like in front a of the net. Blooming onion, exactly. Couldn't get it. Couldn't get in front of the net like we normally do. And if we were, there was another night or two there. You know, boxing us out. It's just they they played a very smart game. It, I I saw something on Twitter. I think it was during the second game, and like they were like, "Is it me, or does it just seem like they have six players on the ice?" That's what it felt like. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, honestly, when you look at it, it was like the Kings in 2012. They were just everywhere they needed to be when they needed to be there. Sticks were where they needed to be, um, and their passes were crisp. Yeah, their passing was on point. Our passing was absolute garbage. I mean, Quick had to make a save off of a Muzzin pass. Actually, he put it on goal. I don't know if you guys saw that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was scary. I'm glad Timoney's not here. To... <laughs> Where is he, by the way? Is it herpes again? Uh, I think so. I think it flared back up. You got to be careful with that shit. <laughs> but, you know, it's... hope none of you guys are making out with Timoney. No. I, I, you know, after I heard he got it the first time, I stopped. <laughs> uh, it... They just weren't all there. I mean, I think they they got caught by surprise in the first game, and then just couldn't couldn't get back. I, I I don't think that Flurry won it for them. He obviously played really well. Great control of everything. There was no there wasn't super, a lot of second chances, which I no. think ended up killing us in the end because that's kind of our bread and butter. I think Royal Half pointed out on uh, all the Kings men is that Flurry was able to put the rebounds straight to his own team. Or in an area where nobody was, every single time there there was no juicy rebounds that like anybody could have a second chance at, and that is super impressive, and and so I mean that's how he played a great game. It wasn't like the big flashy spectacular saves that you know Quick was doing in uh, the previous Cup runs, but 
it's just a good solid game by great goalie and great team so it I mean, James kind of touched on it before, but do you, do you think that our lack of offense is due to our philosophy going into this game, or is yes. it, or was it really just them no, 100%. shutting it down? Hundred percent. And okay, and what I do think, you mean by our philosophy going into the game? Like defense first. Like we need to protect the puck and not get it in and not play loose. We just need to play tight. No, I I don't agree with that per se. I mean, we obviously defense does help because if we can hold them to one goal and score two, victory. Right? Yeah. Here you go. More goals in the net than they have. So Jordan Hackman, school, school hockey. hockey. <laughs> Shows you that that's a win. But if you can hold a team that, that's known for their speed and, and their ability to score and hold them to one goal a game, then it gives you, I mean, really quick, quick gave us the opportunity. Um, defense played to give us the opportunity. Yeah. On a team that that pulls amazing goals, so. but my question is: Is do you think playing that tight of defense affects the chances for the offense because they can't play as loose and they, and they can't play as fast and they and they keep talking about this tempo? Maybe we don't have the fastest players on our team, but we're playing the tempo to make our we game could, faster. But the thing is, is that I think we tried to, and they just shut it down every time. It they was, were in the right place. Their mm-hmm. forecheck was working really well. We yeah. couldn't make those passes because they were there. They were exactly where they needed to be. They prepped a lot better than we oh, did. Oh, hell yeah, they I did. I mean, they put money into into scouting the team and, and just being ready for exactly how the Kings have played all year. And also playing off the refs. But. Well, I mean, you can look at like just the goals that they, they scored. You know, there was, I think, what, two goals all series that were off of breaks? You know, they had McNabb's series winner, which is like the most painful of all. And then I think it was a Carlson or Marcel show, uh goal that quick went for went super aggressive, went for a poke check, and they they scored. Everything else was kind of just like the dirty goals. The one more went like off Fallen. One went off Fallen, but yeah. I mean, you had one that went off two players and in. Yeah, it's it, yeah, you they can't were stop those. They were the the down and dirty. You know, muck it up goals, which is like King's goals. So, I mean, I honestly, they came out and kind of played our game yeah. and beat us at it. Yeah. So it's it's really interesting, but, you know, hats off to them. They they did a great job. At the end of the day, I think, in, in, in my opinion, this is the best way to get swept. Okay, I got to ask you. After blowing game three... Did you guys just like strip the bandaid off to sweep us? Were you feeling that way? No. Or did you want to get one? I want to get one for sure. I, I mean, I honestly felt like get one and see where that gets you. Like figure sure. it out, right? Start start getting pucks in the center lane and start making a drive to score goals and and put two or three on the board and see what it does. Then do it again. As a fan sitting there, I was just kind of like, you know what? Strip the bandit off. There's no way we're coming back one and four against this team. They're just too good. Why not? I know there's the why not, but it's just like I didn't I didn't see it happening. And you know what? After they went down 3-0 against San Jose, I said the same thing. Just sweep us, rip the bandit off, it's gonna be fine. You know, it's whatever it was a great year. And then we went on to go win a cup that year. But I didn't see that happening again. And I would kind of felt the same way. Like just rip the bandit off, sweep us. Like, because if you get that one, you get that hope. That yeah. I didn't feel like, and I still thought like, well, we're not going to come back and win four games. So like, just rip it off and like, it'll be painful. It sucks to get swept by an expansion team, but this is no normal expansion team. I have no problems losing to these people because I do of the way that I it have was a set problem up. losing to anybody. What I do know, you mean these people? Yeah. Don't worry <laughs> what about do what you I mean, mean by that. These 
<laughs> this team, whatever. I, you know, honestly, like they 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 were set up really well, and we all laughed at them in the the beginning of the year when they said, "Oh, we feel like we have a great team." We're like, "No, you don't." Well, yeah, we're wrong. Yeah, maybe like an <laughs> AHL team. Oh, yeah, wait, here you we guys are. are actually pretty You're really damn, damn good. good. You know what? That's so. why we didn't get hired as GMs in Vegas, right? That's true. No, I, I, did, I didn't wait. feel like that at all, though. I I I didn't feel like you know what we had. Every game is a, is a new game. Like you have to think it's about true. it one at a time. And as a and team, you, go you do. Three, but as one, a fan, I can feel however the fuck I want. <laughs> three, one, then you get three. Now, if you're at three two, absolutely. I know. I mean, I know how it works. We watch I mean, it you have momentum. So, I uh, and and I didn't buy into the fact that just because we've done it before, we're going to do it again. Yeah, didn't buy into that at all. But I said, get one game, see how it feels. Maybe throw them off. Just the tip. See how it feels. Yeah. Throw them off. Because now the plan, we figured out the plan that they're playing and they have to revert back to what they know. And if we've already scouted them to what we what they know, playing them in their game, then we got a better chance. I felt if we would have been able to pull out game two without Dowdy. <laughs> Don't ever depend on pulling out. It's not a responsible way to. So if we would have been able to pull out game two and actually get a win, I felt like it would have been a completely different series. I, I felt 100% agree that with you. was a demoralizing loss. And then they came out on fire in game three only to blow it in the third period. And then after that, I was like, okay, there's no way there's no way we're coming back from, from this because of the, those two losses. If we win either of those games, we're playing to at least game six. Oh, absolutely. What? Two or three. Yeah. yeah. Either one of those games, we would have been, we would have won at least two of them just because it's just a different mindset. Both teams are going to have. But it, god, especially if we would have beat them in their building without Dowdy and Muzzin. Oh god, that would have been. It almost happened. Yeah. No, I know. It almost happened multiple times. Kopitar had like two or three good chances that he just couldn't bury. It's. Uh, how about uh, Toffoli taking a puck to the face? Did you guys see that? Yeah. From Pearson. It came off a stick. It got. To, it was a Pearson like kind of like dump in shot to the corner, and it came off the defender stick and caught falling in the face. It did. Right. It deflected up. I watched it a bunch of well, times. So I was like, "Wow, that was straight from Pearson's stick to his face." It wasn't. Okay. Well, that, that's good. It did deflect because that, that was going to lead into my next point, and then we <laughs> trade Pearson. But um, <laughs> no, but go with that. Okay. Well, what? we should trade Pearson. <laughs> what? Why? What moves? Um, I don't know. I mean, I was starting to like Pearson, like. Okay, so the beginning of the season, Pearson wasn't doing much, and neither was the Foley, but um, they both started to get into it, and Pearson kind of became the guy that was driving in the net, kind of becoming that Dustin Brown type of guy, which, you know, eventually we're going to need to replace him, right? And then he disappeared at the, at the end of the season, and then in, in the playoffs. So did Foley. But exactly, so did Foley. But I think Foley's ceiling is so much higher. It's true. I don't think that Pearson should be a second-line guy. I feel like he's a third-line guy. If he was on the third line, he'd be great. He'd be amazing on the third line. But we need to put someone at left wing on yeah. the second line. Plain and simple. <laughs> Did you, yeah, I forget who it was. It was somebody on All the Kings Men was saying, hey, why don't we just say screw it and load up the top line? Put Carter, Kempe, and Kopitar on there. I was like, put your three centers on one line? Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to play center down in the second and third lines? Lewis, Mitchell, and <laughs> Dowdy. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, I kind of see where you're going there, but I, I, just, I didn't. I well, know, shit! Whatever. I mean, it's it's the last game of the year, and you're yeah see, losing. You might as well put those guys on the yeah, top line. It's just kind of, I'll tell the you third what. Period. I thought when Dowdy was going to be out of game, we we're going to see Brown in defense, and then I was going to be like, 
fuck you guys. Someone two was, years. Someone was, uh, I think they were making the joke of like, you should have brought Ledoo and put him at the wing. <laughs> I was like, Dude, that's, that's kind not of a awesome. bad idea. Right. That, at one point, he was the top Kings goal scorer in the playoffs. Yeah, he was. Okay, so going going to some of uh, some of the notes off Twitter. Oh, our 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 uh, question on Twitter that we asked. Team's identity. What's the identity? I think they're going to go for faster. I think they're moving faster. I still think they're going to stick with like the defensive first type thing, but they're going to get faster somehow. I mean, that's that's what they said when we went to state of the team or whatever the hell it was. Okay, I but they they talked. It. Yeah, they they talked about moving the puck faster i think they're yeah. gonna get faster guys i think that's they're, they're just gonna have to get a couple guys that are out there to get a bit faster um i wouldn't be surprised to see a guy like clifford go this off season i completely i was um, gonna bring that up later because it's like yes he plays king's hockey but king's hockey has to change king's hockey's dated it has to change and a guy like clifford he still has value because there's teams that don't have a guy like him that are also fast like what would clifford do in edmonton He'd do them a lot of good. Not saying that we should trade him to Edmonton, but I'm just saying, like, there's teams out there that need a guy yeah, like him. Yeah, but isn't him. he just like a less, like a less skilled Lucic? Maybe. But he's kind of. I think he's a little bit smarter in the against the boards than Lucic is. Sure. But, and Lucic's more of a basher when it gets into the puck battles. I think uh, Clifford's a bit smarter. So he's got two more years at 1.6. I think he's tradable. What do you guys think about trading from a strength like defense? I think it'll happen. I, I honestly Who's think it's gonna be. I honestly think you will see uh, Martinez or Muzzin go this year. I don't think you're wrong. I think one of those two guys I think is going to be gone. Um, I've heard that Velarde's playing in LA next year because he can't go to the he AHL to or ECHL because he's, he's too young. Yeah, uh, he's got to be 20 or something like that 2021 yeah and to play in both leagues echl yep. or nhl so he's basically they've said he's playing in la next year he's uh, just at least two, that's a rumor. Well, he, he's averaging like two and a half points per game or something stupid like yeah, that or at least just, two like, it might take him a couple of years to figure it out at that level but dude if cool. he's put him on the fourth <laughs> yeah, line love right? it they, they're talking about him being uh third center is the rumor that i heard and putting kempe on wing because i like that i would like that a lot because kempe can't win a face off um, Which, by the way, dude, Kempe had a hell of a series. He did. Really physical, really Hard fast. Uh, made a lot of smart plays, made a lot of dumb plays, but he's also a first full year, first play NHL playoffs. Like He was impressive. I also like Reader. Well, Reader before you go really there, uh, Sean also said, what about bringing Kempe up the, the top two lines? As a winger. As a winger, yes. Yeah, for sure. He's not going to be a top two center. I don't know if... He never will be. He might if he really... He'd have to get more size, I think, which he can do, but he has to get better at face-offs. So it could happen, but you're not going to dethrone Carter or Kopitar right now. So, I mean, honestly, I think, you know, kind of going back to what we were talking about, bring Pearson down to third line and put Kempe up on second line wing. I'm cool with that. So... Lewis at center... Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd be good with that. Do we re-sign Reader? He's a restricted free agent. Absolutely. I I mean he he brings the speed. I think he's he's gonna be cheap, yeah. cheapish. You know he'll be less than Pearson and no I I like, I like he's what he brought at to the team. One point eight nine right now. I like what he brought to the team. Reader. Mm-hmm. I, I he's I'd, gonna be cheaper. I'd than, sign him at two million. Yeah, he's gonna be cheaper than than Pearson and Toffoli because he doesn't put up the points, but he does a lot of good, and I think he will score well, a he lot only, more. He he spent less than a quarter 
of a season with the team too. So he's still learning the chemistry with those guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, he he was moved around the lines all the time. Oh yeah, he bounced around all over the place. So once if he gets an off season in in this org- organization, I, th- I think he's going to be a much better player next year. Oh yeah. Okay, so the cap right now is at seventy five million. Talks are it might go to as high as seventy eight. Um, right now we are sitting at seventy two, but our impact for next year is going to be right around. Well, here's the thing: <laughs> they have to sign Dowdy to an extension this summer, or he's gone. Yep, that's got to happen. So you're going to eat up a good thing, chunk of that, but not really because he's already making seven million. He's going to have to make ten. I I, I think he makes nine point five at the most. I think they. I think he, he's going to be asking for ten or eleven. What did what did uh, Subban get? Nine point one. I'm pretty sure. If that's where he's at, then maybe nine five. But I think he's going to be asking for ten, and I think Toronto would give it to him. But uh, tor- Toronto doesn't have the room for it. Yeah, they, uh, they will clear room. No, they have, they, they can't. They got to get Ram Reem's dick out this year. <laughs> and he, they're they, not going to re-sign him because they got to make room for Matthews. They got to make room for... Which Matthews is going to make stupid money. Yeah, stupid yeah. money. That They've got good. three contracts they got to sign in the next few years. Toronto, I mean, as much as I think he'd want to go to Toronto, I think he might take a discount to go to Toronto, but I don't think it's going to happen. No, I mean, if 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 the delta on his contract now versus what he would need is $2.5 I don't think it's a problem for the Kings. Well, I mean, if they have room, especially if the cap goes up. I mean, yeah, if you can ask $3 million in the cap, then. But it's like one of those things that's got to well, happen. At, at, at the end of the season, we still had $3 million available. Yeah. Well, Sean O'Donnell was talking about it after the, you know, they got eliminated. And during the post game, they were just kind of asking. Uh, Patio was asking, like, Stoll and Odie what, like, needs to happen over the offseason. And O'Donnell's like, they have to sign Dowdy to an extension. He goes, I see it happening. And it's going to happen quick. Uh, I wouldn't. No, we've got quick for a while. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> but he said, like, Dowdy is a king. Absolutely. Like, he is absolutely no, a king. He loves the team no matter what was said in the media before. Priority number one. He is a king. He loves the team. His favorite team growing up. He wants to be here. Like, it's it's going to happen. We're actually not so. in, a, in a bad spot for next year as far as unrestricted free agents go. We've got, we've got Tori Mitchell. I can take or leave that. And then I we, like them. Um, I do. I mean, I, he 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 won a lot of faceoffs for us. Um, yeah. And then we've got Christian Folan. He'll sign for cheap. And then we've got Kevin Gravel, and and he'll sign for cheap. And then yeah. we've got Toby Reader, who's a restricted free agent. And I think we get him. For he, he's going to sign. Yeah. Oh, he, there's. Does he get more or less than what he's getting now? He'll get more. He, I think he gets two mil. Yeah, I think I could because see that two mil. Where so is one point eight? One point eight nine. Yeah. So one point nine. So he's going to get extra hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, why not? Buy a car. He'd get a Range Rover like everybody else. <laughs> the dude wants to win. I mean, it, it might be a little bit more than two, but it's going to be like right around two, I think. It's not going to be that much more than two because Trevor Lewis is making two. There you go. And then you've got Tanner Pearson at 375. So, and I think Pearson has earned more respect from the front office than. So, if you're has. saying trade Pearson, which we have through 2021. That gets you another three and three quarter. Well, yeah. Depends on what you trade for. But you gotta pay whoever's coming back. Right. And so unless there's some sort of buyout or or not buyout, but um cap retention. What do you guys think of the the rumor that Wayne Simmons is coming I back? I like it a lot. You like it a lot. <laughs> I dig it. <laughs> uh 
That would make me so happy to see Wayne Simmons back in the Kings jersey. Who's the happiest in the locker room if Wayne Simmons oh, goes Drew Doughty. Drew Doughty. <laughs> <laughs> How much of a discount does Drew Doughty take if Wayne Simmons is coming back? I think that might be a, a part of the reason why they would do that. That's actually not a bad idea. And Save then, a little money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and But then you leave room open to sign Wayne Simmons for... You know. Yeah, because he's got, what, one year left on the contract? He's yeah. basically would be a rental, but a full-year rental, so I'll take that. I'll yeah. take any year well, of Wayne that, Simmons we can get. Before we go too far, the rumor is is they're going to trade him shortly after the Stanley Cup is crowned. Uh-huh. So, just so you guys know. Well, well, not you guys, but you know the people listening, whoever does. <laughs> no one's listening to this sadness. No. So yeah. then, if you if you if you get- they fucking cut it off after just their starter. <laughs> So does that change who you want to keep on the team if Simmons comes? I would get rid of Pearson in a heartbeat. I think that that might actually, I haven't heard anything, but that might actually be the trade if you think about it. Pearson's got a sweet deal. Pearson He's in a second? Good, something like that. And then let Pearson go develop in Philly just like Wayne Simmons did and then and bring, bring him, him back, back in a few years. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. I think Wayne Simmons spent too much time in Philly for my taste, but you know, I'll take him back. I don't care. Right, right. I love Wayne Simmons. As long as he doesn't throw batteries at Santa, I think we're okay. <laughs> no, he just throws haymakers when he gets pissed off. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh, he's not that. a big dude, but he can chuck him. Dude, he's got long arms. Yeah. He's got some reach, and he he doesn't throw jabs. He throws haymakers. I love it. <laughs> All right, so on- And he scores goals. Yeah, that's that's we need that. Yeah. <laughs> we really need that. Okay, one last uh, Sean's points is he brought up a Voinoff. There's been news that he is, he's told the KHL that he is going to try and make moves to come back to the NHL. Yeah, he informed his team he's not coming back next year because he is. He's going to do what he has to do. Yeah. Which means serving a half a season suspension, probably. But <sighs> So, as far as I know, the Kings still own the rights to Slava Voinov. Well, he still technically has a contract because it's not it's a contract for like a number of years, not a set of like between these years. It's yeah. a number of years. Yeah. And 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 we're not paying him though right now. No. Do, do we know what he was being paid? It was like somewhere around 5 million, right? I don't even know if, if he was making that much. 3 million? Anyways, the question is, would we welcome him back? The player? Yes. Yes. The guy? No. The player that he is, yes. The dude's awesome. Yeah. He he won like player of the Olympics or some shit like that, or defenseman of the Yeah. He basically won the Norris of the Olympics. Yeah. It's he's insane. He's really good. And he's probably only gotten better in the KHL. Yeah, I mean that the the talent level is pretty damn close to the NHL. So yeah. it's not like he's playing down to another skill level. Yeah, I, I just it's, it goes back to like when we talked about this when shortly after it all happened. We've all kind of said what the way we feel about it, but how do you think like the team, or sorry, not the team, but the fan base as a community would would feel about it? I'll tell you what, if Chris Brown could come back from what he did. I can tell you that uh, there's a lot of people that are like, no, uh, we don't want him back. But I'm sure there's other people that are just like, you know what, old news, his wife is still with him. Right, reconciled. Yeah, they fixed their shit. They so. fixed it, so we'll forgive him too. Allegedly, but yeah, it looks like he was on a three-year contract, entry-level contract. Yes, he was still, still. Yeah, so he's RFA at this point. I could see them trading the rights 
for him. That's what to something. Yeah, to somebody else for somebody. I could see that happening, or they just bring him back because he's a very offensive-minded defenseman. But is it worth? I mean, he's and he's a smart defenseman too. He's twenty-eight. I mean, he's he's prime. Prime. But I mean, so let's play devil's advocate here. Like, who if if we bring him back, he's going to receive a forty-game suspension. Yeah. Plain and simple. If but not more. What what was he getting paid? Did it did it say? Seven six two. So yeah. he's under a million. That's yeah. That cap hit is nothing. Seven six two. That's yeah. weird because it's also no. Russian. <laughs> <laughs> that cap hit's nothing. See what I did there. So you could you could put him on the books and let him serve his half a season suspension, whatever he's going to get. And, and you that's, probably, I mean, that's you probably get him on the cheap because well, you still have him because he was he wasn't done with his entry-level contract, right? He still had, like, one more year on it or something? I'm not sure what the specifics were. If if he came back, if he would be a restricted free agent or if we'd still own that contract on it. It says ex- expiry status was RFA. So Yeah, so we still have the rights to sign him. Right. And so, it okay, looks yeah. like, I mean, he didn't leave in the middle of the season, did he? Yeah, No, it was the uh, end of the season. It was the end yeah. of the season. So I think he finished out and he was an RFA at that point. Yeah, he, he was suspended for the rest of the season. Yeah, is what it was. So, I it, it'll be interesting. I mean, all that legal stuff has to be worked out. You probably if you're if you're going to be the way that he gets back into the NHL, you're probably going to get him on cheap just because you say, hey, you want to come back? Like, well, I mean, you're have to earn it. I'm sure he signs a one year deal with whoever he signs with, whether it's us or somebody else, or maybe, maybe. two years at the most. So does. Our performance in the playoffs, or lack thereof, in the last three years, changed Kings fans' view on Slava Voinov. I think so, and uh, and obviously time. I think time, time plays more of a factor than anything else. Time, people are gonna. Um, I I don't want to downplay anything. I mean, obviously, no one wants to stand up for what he did or allegedly did or anything like that. But um, can can you come back from that? Um, historically, people in the do entertainment all world, the time. it happens all the time. Was so, the was the goalie from Colorado never even left? Did the same thing. Varlamov did the same thing, and he never even left. He stayed here. He's still playing. Yeah, he was their starter this year. So I mean, it's they people do it all the time. There's countless number of uh, events that people have come back from. You know, in the media, <laughs> like you said, Chris Brown. <laughs> so. Yeah, Chris Brown, Jay Z. I mean, there's. It's in all aspects of entertainment, though. I mean, it's in look at Charlie Sheen, look at all the things that people have done. Yeah, and and they Robert Downey Jr. There, there's that's why PR people have jobs. Of course, that's drugs and not throwing your wife down a set of stairs. TV or whatever the fuck happened. Yeah, it's it's all PR. There's there's a there's a formula to turn people's careers around, and um, people bounce back from it. So. Can he can he do it because he doesn't have the focus that some of these other stars we're talking about did and they were able to do it? Can he do it in this small niche market of LA hockey? I think we'll find out. I mean, if he's making the moves for it, he wouldn't do it unless he had talked to some people and they said, "Yeah, we'll work with you." Exactly. Why? Well, I, I mean, I remember hearing like uh Anschultz saying, "Nope. He's not coming. He's not coming back." So for Kings to be talking to him if that's what's happening. He has to give his blessing. So, 
Or maybe just like you said, they're going to trade the rights to him. Yeah. I, I think ultimately else. that's what happens is we trade the rights to somebody like... Somebody on the East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> not in, I mean, not in it, our division. Yeah, because they don't cover West Coast hockey anyway. They probably don't even know what happened. Yeah. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> is that East Coast? But no, right. It works. <laughs> totally. Okay, so... Sean, I think we've addressed some of those things you're talking about, and and we'll talk about some more of what you were talking about later on in the show. Uh, but moving on, Travis, I don't know about that guy. <laughs> yeah, but here, here's the thing: before you get started, there are people who are legitimately talking like Travis is talking. Okay, let me. Well, not necessarily all the okay, things. Okay, so he's what about. did he say? Like, here we go, <laughs> Travis. Obviously, need to trade quick. He's over the hill. Bring back Nick Shore and Jordan Nolan. They are solid depth and scoring threats. No more Black Betty in the third period. It really brings the mood down in the building. Hire someone with real hockey knowledge to, for play-by-play like Brian Hayward. Oh, my God. So he basically is just giving us a big middle finger. So we're, we're blocking Travis, right? <laughs> I don't know. He's a great guy. I just, <laughs> I, I think someone stole his phone. He must have Ducks fans. Or he's just trying no. to be funny. Oh, there you try, go. He's trying to get under our skin. Yeah. Not going to work, buddy. But not after, <laughs> after a loss in a series like that, I'm already down. So trade quick. That's hilarious. I, no, I, I know there's people that, that have No, said that, that has come up. The dude played out of his mind yes. in those I've four heard, games. I've heard people talking about trading quick for the past two years. It's like, people just don't get it. I'm talking about you, Eric Britton. <laughs> yeah. I'm calling you out by name. Is Eric a Kings fan? He is. Why does he want to trade quick? Because he thinks we need to get value for him while we can. No, you run him into the ground. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you run that dude That's into the, the ground. That's the goalie game, dude. Yeah. Who you get a goalie get like that? Marty Jones? Right. I mean, we got... Cal Peterson coming yeah, up. So. Cal Peterson, if he's the next quick, you're gonna you're gonna wind In two, up two three years. I would love to wind up with the same problem that the Penguins had when they had Flurry and Murray. That rhymes. Uh, just two phenomenal goalies. Like, oh, you mean you... like next year when Flurry goes back to Pittsburgh? <laughs> I don't think he's going back. Those are rumors too. But mm, okay, I don't think it's happening. I'll put money on it. <laughs> James, I'm tired of betting you. <laughs> Jordan will find some reason no, for me see, the to thing is, send is like, it somewhere else anyway. The thing is, like, I think, like, I wouldn't put it it's past you charity. right after I p- made that bet with you to find a way to talk to Carlson and be like, you know what? Why don't you just throw this season? Like, I got something for you. And, like, sell him on it. <laughs> James is offering Carlson $5,000 to throw the fucking season. Yeah. It's like, Ottawa's shit anyways. Just do this for me so I can win 50 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> And James would do it. I, I don't give a crap about the money. <laughs> I just can't lose I this. I'm not losing. I just need to beat Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> that then he's not denying it right now. So nope. that's all I'm saying. He's just sitting there looking at his phone, trying to pretend like it's fucking over. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on. Uh back to Floria. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're crazy, Travis. Yeah, that's I mean, there's a there is a lot of people talking about it. I know it's sarcasm. Way. I know he's trying to be funny. Oh yeah, for sure. And then uh, this uh, Marco also says, bring back Nick Short. <laughs> and then <laughs> people got jokes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did I make that big a deal, Short? Uh, yes, so, oh, yeah. yeah. And then we responded, the LA Kings would like to welcome their newest equipment manager to the team, Nick Shore. <laughs> and he wouldn't even be the best at that. 
<laughs> no. He'd probably find a way to fuck that up. Well, what's his face? He's been doing it for like 47 years. Didn't he get honored at a game this year? This year or last year. Yeah. But we do have a little bit of rainbows and butterflies at the end. Uh-oh. Evan, at Evan Kappa. I think the Kings are heading in the right direction, trying to implement more speed in the lineup. However, I think they do too much dump and chase, which we all agree on. Agreed. Yep. Especially when they're getting beat. Oh, God. I think if they can play more tight as a five-man unit and work on possession entries, their forecheck will significantly improve. So I kind of agree, and I think a lot of people do, that the Kings are headed in the right direction. There is a lot of youth used that are coming up <laughs> that have got some experience this year, and I think some have got more experience, a la Paula do, but Chihuahua. I get it. Okay, did we make an improvement this year over last year? Absolutely. Uh, well, obviously, because we made the playoffs. Made the playoffs, and we had five players with career years. We also won just as many playoffs games this year as we did last year. But <laughs> <laughs> point made. Uh, but I think I think we did go in the right direction. We didn't make enough changes, and we didn't. Uh, where I felt when we talked about the state of the franchise, the changes that were going to be made on the offensive side, I the things that we were told, I don't felt that we met all those goals. No, in the beginning we did. But it wasn't consistent. No, and the first wasn't. 17 games, it was like... Exactly. It, it, it wasn't consistent. It was There were spurts throughout the entire season, because and that's shown by how streaky this team was, where they were bringing that up-tempo game, and they were winning games that way, and then they just would fall in their lull. And Well, it, it was solid the first you know quarter yeah. or 20% of the season. Yeah. And then you know we, we lose Carter, and then it, it, it's kind of a mixed match trying to figure out what else is going to work. And so, yeah, the, was that the end-all, be-all, the Carter hit that uh, that took us out? No. I, th- I think it made a significant dent in what our plan was. But ultimately, I don't think we had... We still got in the playoffs. I don't think the Kings had the identity they needed yet. Like, they still needed to figure some things out. Now, there's talk about... Guys, remember, and I think this is kind of saving face a little bit for the franchise, but remember... This was never meant to be the year, you know, for us to to make a run. Which yeah, agreed. New coach, I get it. New format. You're trying to do some. Daryl Sutter was a new coach halfway through the season. Yeah, but I don't agree with that. Like, I don't agree that. Hey, listen, you know, may, are you trying to make fans feel better about what happened in the playoffs? Because saying that this was not going to be the year. You should, as a franchise, think about every year as if it's going to be the year. This is what you have to work with, and you coach the hell out of whatever format you have. I also feel like, though, like a lot of the people that that are saying that now were also saying that before the season started. Like Helen Elliott, Dennis Bernstein, our buddy, um, John <laughs> Hovind. I, I think a lot of these people were saying Bernstein's that. Bernstein's had flashes of brilliance. I will say that this year. That's true. Uh, he is a snarky, not many, not many. He but. is a snarky son of a bitch, and he's kind of growing on me. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, he's hot take. Still kind of a dick, but hot take. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I want to get into so. that later. That's true. I want to <laughs> get into that later. We don't have time now, but I want to get into that later. That's interesting. I never thought that I'd hear those words. Sometime during the off season. Yeah, yeah. we got plenty of time. Yeah, we need something <laughs> to talk about. Maybe on the fourth hole, we'll talk about it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really have a problem with that kind of talk because I, I really think it's defeatist. I 
I don't think any team goes in saying, "Hey, listen, we don't have a shot this year. Let's just figure Nobody some things does. out." Nobody does. Yeah, so that's all. That's you, all after oh, the fact. Talk. I mean, talking, talking that kind of language. The Sabers. I, well, I guarantee you, well, they don't start the season. Giving up Evander Kane, obviously, that was their plan. <laughs> We're not going to do anything this year for a second rounder. By the way, I know Need some effing offense. That was a trade. Who was it that was talking about that? It was like, why didn't we go after Evander Kane if all it took was a second rounder? Yeah. I think a lot of people were talking about that. <laughs> God bless. If you didn't like, see what he could do for a team, then you're an idiot. No one thought that he was going he was gonna make that big of an impact. It's not just him, it's it's that other guy, Kerr, or the hell his name is. Like that. Evander all... Kane, you didn't think he'd make that big of an impact on a team that's got some depth? He's also a shitty locker room guy, and I, I, the Kings are trying to stay away from that. So you deal with that. You, I mean, you put coaches <laughs> with him. You teach him how to, you know, be a better locker room guy. Couldn't teach Randy Moss how to be a better locker room guy. Wasn't he banging people's wives or something? <laughs> Pretty sure for yeah. a living. <laughs> like he was getting paid to do it. I love it. Okay, so what's next? I don't know. Do we feel like we've hit on all the things? I mean, there's there's no, so many things out no, here right now, and 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 we don't even know what's going to happen. We don't have three hours. We've got <laughs> unrestricted free agents this year that are that are available that that could make a difference. I think, um, which I think we get into later on after the playoffs happen. We see I, who the I, cup winner I is. I think, and from the the sounds of it, you know, before it was the like sounds of silence. We have to, yeah, we have to keep. To Foley, we have to keep Pearson. We have to keep Dowdy. That's we have to Homer keep all talk. these. Guys. That's no, Homer that was, talk. And that was like everybody's talking that way. All the writers were talking that way. The no. team's talking that way. You're talking about last year or this year? Last year. Yeah. I don't think that they're going into the offseason with that same mentality this year that we have nope. to keep the team together. They, I think they're going in and we're going to see some big moves. Uh, don't get too attached to your jerseys because I think there's going to be some names that we love. It's a good thing I only have moving. Kopitar jerseys. I don't think we're going right. to see too many names move. I have a, I have we're not going to see Quick move. We're not going to see Kobe no. move. We're not going to see no. Uh, you're not, we're not okay. going to see Dowdy move. The, we're not going to see core. the core guys move. Everybody's favorite term. The core is not moving. Well, the core shifts so, as I uh, think you could look at it as like yeah, the the core is going to obviously shift and everything. But like, is Tofoli a core guy? No, no. Pierce is not a core guy. Is Brown? I, I after this year, I'd say yes. Absolutely, I'd is. say yes. So I don't think After you're going to see. Year, nah. <laughs> I would not be surprised to see Brown move. He's got value right now. He's got a ton of value. He's got a so ton high. of value. But I, I mean, but as, as much as I'm, gun- he's the reason Kings are scoring goals right now. Well, I'd like to say that I have follows one of the big reasons the Kings are scoring goals right now. I follows uh, digging pucks out. Yeah, but he's no, not Brown, making. Brown I mean, is like Brown. Brown's found, been the most aggressive home. in front of the net. He's Agreed. the one that that's. I'm not creating saying. Opportunities. I'm not saying that we should trade him. No, I'm no, saying, I know. I, I know. would not be surprised to see him move this year. I don't think so. Sell high. I just wouldn't be surprised. I don't think it'll happen, but I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, Tofoli, Pearson, Martinez, Muzzin, I think all of those guys have just become expendable compared to last season mm-hmm. when we went into the offseason. I, I, I just think that I would expendable not be shocked to see. Expendable makes it sound like you're not going to get anything back for those guys. All, no, no, no. All of those guys, we're going to get no, a good return on. No, that's why I think. You you can they become expendables because they have value. They and you are going to get a return. Here's the reason why. Um, I think you're right. I think you're going to see a lot of movement in the bottom two two um, uh, lines because 
you, you, there's so much movement there because they haven't been able to figure out how it works. And you need solid players that are going to fill those lines and they're going to have an identity of their own. And if they don't, um, to where, you know, you've got a pretty stable, at least third line and a solid fourth shutdown line, then you don't, you don't have what you need. You don't have the pieces you need. And right now with the movement that you see in those bottom two lines, I just, I feel like all those players could find new homes and we wouldn't even know well, here, here's the other what thing. happened Minus two years Lewis. from now. Here's the other thing. Minus I, Lewis. I, I, I don't, that's a, that's a one person and that, that bottom six, I don't want to see gone. I don't want to see him gone either. He's he's pulling. I would not. I don't. I wouldn't think, put it past. Yeah. I'm not. Dude, this season, mm. I think that I think you can't hold on to anybody except for. Yeah, don't have a homer Kopitar, attitude going into this offseason. Carter, Dowdy, Quick. Those four guys, untouchable. I don't know if you could put anybody else in the realm of untouchable with them. In the Kings realm. <laughs> I love what you did oh. there, Jordan. It's like in the movies it's when they funny. say the title of the movie. It's funny because it's true. Wow. Are we off the rails now? A little bit. Okay. Okay. Bring it back together. I just, you have young guys coming up. Talks of Alardi coming up. If he can actually make the team, you have your third line center or fourth line center, wherever they you put him. You think he plays yes. starting? Yes. Dude, that is coming from multiple people close to the team. Multiple. He's young, dude. He's young. Dude, Connor McDavid was young. Most Austin Matthews is twenty year olds. Taylor Hall was young. I know when he started, dude. That is the NHL now. They're starting. Taylor at Hall 19. got traded to the Devils, and look what he's done for that mm. fucking team. God, Edmonton's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, for so many reasons. Okay, that's have, not even on the top five. Okay, so you got you got Velarde. We have Brickley. You ever heard of a guy named Gretzky. <laughs> <laughs> they actually did fairly well after training Gretzky. But you have Brickley coming, coming up. That's exciting. And we saw him for one game, and the dude is smart. And he got an assist? He got an assist on an amazing no-look pass. And it, it, it wasn't like a Gabrick assist. It was like a— It was legit. Yeah, it was a legit assist, for sure. And they, the dude, you could see it. He's got it. You can see it. Yeah, so but I'm excited careful, for be that. Be careful, because who's the youngest team in the league right now? Edmonton? I don't know. Arizona, dude, come on! Yeah, I mean, did you see how they finished the season? They they became the, the youngest because <laughs> they became the they youngest the because season? fucking Doctor Dones no longer on the team. <laughs> he, douche. he had their their age average up way high because <laughs> he was like sixty two. <laughs> Still hitting either kids. way, either way. Okay, Brickley's like an follow. He's played. College, he's got experience. Yes, it might take him a couple years to figure it out. Imagine what IFL is going to be next year after this year. You know, like it. I get it. Yeah, the I development's going to happen. Brickley, I think, is exciting, and he's going to probably be a bottom pair defenseman. Which fine, we need good, smart defensemen on yeah, the bottom absolutely. pair. So you got Christian Folan. Folan's dude. I like him. Uh, you, you just got the kids have Don't more. Get ex- attached. I know the kids have more experience. It's Kempe might be another one of those untouchables because he's got a lot of upswing. He's got a huge. He's got a pretty high ceiling. Yeah, he's got a high ceiling. I think he might be another untouchable. He's he's probably like slotted to be the the number two center for a long Velarde's time. Velarde's untouchable. Velarde's gonna be untouchable. We know that now. So I mean, that's the future one and two C right there. So, but it, it this team's gonna change, and I think it needs to change. Yeah, I mean, and and if you watch. 
all these pieces are happening at the right times. Like we talked about Peterson coming up. He's going to come up. He's going to be ready at the right time when that transition is going to need to happen yep. where Quick's going to have to step back a little bit. Peterson's going to be ready to go. These things are going to happen. I see, and I said it before, I see Velarde coming in at the right time. When he's hitting his peak is when Kopitar is going to be coming on his way down. Yeah, but you're talking like three to four years from now. like Exactly. Exactly. But we want to win a cup before that. Right. But imagine the timing. Two. Like if you're thinking about you want Kopitar to last for another 15 years or 10 years. It's not going to happen. They're doing it, though. They're doing it with Velarde. Someone, a player like him. Like See, they're, they're trying to stack the chips so I that was, they, they play into extending the the performance the, that of, that of, player. of that player. Not I, the player himself, but the performance of that player. I was player. thinking of how smart it would be to bring up Velarde to the team next year because Kopitar is still, he's in his prime, but he's nearing the back end of his prime. I'm not saying he's there yet, but he's getting closer to it. How much <laughs> just better? his career year, but... I know, but Careful. look at, at his age. 40 goals next year, what? Look at, yeah, right. Bold predictions. Bold predictions. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but getting Velarde up and playing with Kopitar so that he can learn as much as possible from Kopitar, I think is super important. But that's not the King's MO. Like, it, well, it hasn't been, but it, it needs to be. Uh, dude. 100% agree with you. It needs to be. There might be a Blake's MO. <laughs> saying that, yeah, Lombardi's MO, not, not that. No. Stevens and Blake and Robitaille? Yeah, I think it's a bit different now. I don't. I don't feel too great on that though. It's, just, it's the lack of Paul Ledoux in in the lineup this year. I don't think that Paul Ledoux was ready. They and won like seventy percent of the games that he played in. But how many games did he play in? Like sixteen. Okay, <laughs> sample size is a bit small. That's almost a quarter of a season. Well, I mean, you want to break that down. You got to look at who they play. The the, the I strength of that. Yeah, it was but, it was more of a matchup thing. Can completely understand, but the numbers are the numbers. You can't say I completely understand. The numbers are the numbers. It's two different things. <laughs> like if if the if they were playing shitty teams, James, I know you're right, but you're wrong. Right, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what just happened. I've been drinking. <laughs> Speaking of which, hey Tito. <laughs> and by the way, Highland Park, um, Vikings honor. I feel like uh, this is appropriate for this. Uh, Vikings drink whiskey? It's uh, Vikings honor. Highland Park does a lot of. Vikings play hockey? Viking uh, theme. Oh, yeah, they do. They've they got a. They also Valhalla. play third place for the Dodgers. They've got Odin's. They got Thor. Different <laughs> bottles. So, yeah. So, Highland Park is the uh, scotch of the night. Okay, so I've got a proposal from Stan Hope Construction. Oh, oh a, a new sponsor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our sponsor, Stan Hope Construction. For yeah. all your construction needs, please call Stan Hope. Oh, my God. We are so bad at this. Okay. <laughs> Stan Hope Construction would like us to make a bold prediction for the offseason. Bold prediction? Because I think I already did. We're not going to round two. There's mine. <laughs> That's not, wait, what? That's, That's not, not the offseason, James. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> It's our off season. Uh, somebody on the Kings <laughs> that you love is getting traded. Like that's not bold. <laughs> no, we just said it's happening. But that's yeah. not bold. N- name the player because I, I that's what I'm going to do. Muzzin. Okay. Muzzin is getting traded, and I would not be surprised to see Pearson traded. I'm saying Pearson. I'm saying Clifford. Sorry, Caitlin. I could see it. I could see it happening. Clifford goes but to for Columbus that to Blue happen, Jackets and and. Caitlin buys her first Columbus jersey. <laughs> How about that? 
hey, trades with Columbus work out for us pretty well. So. That's why I like it. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, it didn't work out this year. Columbus, right? I'm doing all right. You might be right, Jordan. Might be the upset of the first round. I think so. I think we. They're two and two right now. So (laughs) I'm very upset about our first round. So I mean, they had a good start, but Washington's kind of getting momentum now. So yeah, but we got Washington going to play Pittsburgh in the conference final. So, (laughs) but what I want to see a repeat (laughs) at at one point after last season didn't. Washington only have like eight players signed to the roster or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something, was, something ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Also, I warned you guys about Boston. They're Boston. They're, they're looking good. They're looking real good. What's their series at? 3 1. Well, Toronto's still got gas in the fire. They're also I making st- Toronto look pretty stupid. I just don't see Toronto as like, I know they're good, but I just don't see them as a playoff team yet. This is another series that I don't understand but i mean boston's good and they have they have a ton of talent on their team um but so does toronto so i just felt like the talent on toronto was just overwhelming and this if they were going to make a push yeah but there's there's so much more experience on boston there's people like marchand i hate him i know so does most of the nhl yeah and boston's a tough place to play you'll hear from everybody so yeah so before we leave, we got to talk about two more things. Do we? Yeah. What? Oh, we got a few uh, hardware discussions. Yeah. 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 I, I think these are quick because we're going to, well, quick's not going to win anything. <laughs> Say, wait, <laughs> quick isn't. No. He, he, got his, he got his Jennings already. That's but, true. Yeah. So he got something. Yeah. So Norris and Selkie. Okay. Start with Norris. Yep. So we got Dowdy. Yep. Headman. Yep. And PK Subban. Not a defenseman. <laughs> Sorry. What? <laughs> that just slipped out. He's actually pretty damn good defensively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I don't like his visor. Um, so what what are the chances of Dowdy winning that? I think I think they're gonna give it to PK. Really? Really? PK? I'd yeah. say Headman over I'd PK. I'd say Headman over PK, yeah. Dude, PK is like the darling of the league. No, he's not. You don't think so? He's the fan favorite, but like locker room, he's a horrible locker room guy too. I tend to agree with James. So, uh, but Hedman's clean. He's a horrible locker room guy? Yeah. Why do you think he left? Why do you think they got rid of him? Did not hear that. Oh, yeah. Well, Shea Weber was the same way too, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, but I mean, but what you see as a fan is that he donates $10 million to uh, Children's Hospital in Montreal. You know? I see a guy that loves hockey and has fun uh, wherever he's at. He's smiling. He's good on the ice. You know, he hits a kid with a puck and pulls him in and ha- brings him to a game and brings him, you know, down to the locker room to meet everybody. Like he's that guy. But I, you know, it, it, is he passionate? Is he so passionate that he he's not uh, the best locker room guy where he's pissed off at his at his teammates when he, when they lose? That's what I've heard. That's the reports that are out there about PK, and that's the reason why, um, part of the reason why they talked about the trade. So, uh, does that play a factor? I think Hedman had a better performance this year, um, offensively. Yeah, and and, and Dude, then we all know that Norris is voting as, yeah, <laughs> Norris should be the best offensive defenseman because that's pretty much who wins. Dowdy's like the, Dowdy's been like the the one that. But Dowdy had over, I mean, he had 60 points, 62 points, something like that, Yeah, and he was nowhere near Carlson that year. 
Mm-hmm. No, but I mean, but this year. I yeah, think, no, I, I, I know. I think Dowdy won, has a was, solid cho- chance in this. Completely agree. Dowdy's good both sides. He's probably the best I think the in the worst league. thing about this is that he comes from a West Coast market. Yep. That's the worst thing that that's going for him. And Nashville has a ton of momentum right now. Nashville's a big talk on the West. Um, and, and, and Tampa's in the East. I think the one thing Dowdy has going for him is that he's on the best defensive team in the league, though, too. And he's a huge part of that. Yeah, without Dowdy, we're not the best best defensive team in the league. We're two or three. Yeah. Whatever. It depends if Muzzin is playing. I don't know. It, it's <laughs> Michael's not here. <laughs> he's he's not here. To Michael is here in spirit. <laughs> I don't know. It, that, that one I, I think is uh, is probably not going to be as close as it should be. Whoever wins it. So. Well, rainbows and butterflies, true to our form to the show, <laughs> Dowdy's going to win it in a landslide. Heard of the flagship show? <laughs> they wanted book. rainbows and butterflies yeah. this week. Dowdy's winning the Norris. <laughs> Selkie? So the Selkie is Kopitar going up against Sean Couturier and Patrice Bergeron. Which, which R.I.P. Couturier's knee. Oh, God. Yeah. Who was it that hit him? Uh, it's the guy that he got, <laughs> the one that uh, I auto drafted, uh, and you were trying to get. Then when we did our, our draft, he had like oh. nine nine penalty minutes. Uh, Rad, Rad, some whatever. Yeah, he's an asshole. He got suspended for like a ridiculous amount of games for being an asshole. Uh, yeah, he took Couturier out during practice on accident. Yeah, yeah, it was completely. It was an accident. accident. But you watched the or something like that. But uh, yeah, he. He just can't stop like hurting people, no matter what he does, <laughs> even his own team. I'm so Did sorry. you see how pissed off Couturier was when that happened? So he was like hitting the ice. Yeah, he threw his stick across the ice. Oh god, it's just like what's well, could be the end of his uh, postseason there. Yeah, but um, it was ACL or something like that. Was it that bad? I just he didn't play in the game last night. Oh god. Uh, so it's Kopitar, Couturier, and Patrice Bergeron. I think Kopitar's got a really good chance. I think Kopitar's got that locked. Yeah, I think that one. He had his a career year, and he also plays the most penalty minutes, or the most PK minutes out of all those guys. Yeah. Far and beyond. Almost, almost by double. Yeah. If you look at his Far ice time uh, uh, throughout the year, his ice time is ridiculous, too, oh, yeah. for a forward. Yeah. He's playing 25 minutes a game, something like that. Yeah, it's which is, like, is towards the top for... Any forward just in general. And then plus you got the PK time, which Selkie yeah. is the best defensive forward. Yeah. So I think he's got a real shot at that. I mean, realistically, there's where it might not come off at, as an MVP for this category. And Selkie, this is this is his category to own. Um, he's pl- He's made a difference in every area that a defenseman forward would be categorized in. So I, I, I don't see, I mean, call me a homer, but I don't see any other way to vote. Yeah, that you're a homer, but yeah, but I also agree with you. I think it's his this year for sure. Has Hart been announced yet? The three finalists? I have not seen it. I didn't see it either. Is Kopitar still in the talks for that? Probably not. I, he, I mean, he is in my heart. Uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. No, I don't think in it's, most in most did. people's top six he did. They were he wasn't in there. So should have been. 
Yeah, I don't I don't see it happening. I I mean for the most part I hear Taylor Hall and and McKinnon being the top 2. That Which are well deserved. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I think McKinnon should get it, but it'll probably go to Hall because East Coast bias. Hall's a huge favorite. Yeah. As far as the media that I've listened to. God, Edmonton's dumb. <laughs> Thank you. I wish the I wish I knew this stat. Like Jesse and the World Half always like try and bring it up and they forget it too, but like the like out of so many like top scores of the past two years, like twelve top scores, like seven of them have been traded by Edmonton or something like that. Are you it's, serious? Yeah, by the same general manager, and he still has a fucking job. It's I don't know what the exact numbers, but it is a huge percentage. It's too many. Way too many. Yeah. So it, it's yeah, it's bad. I, I can't believe they traded him. Didn't they get like Dick back like a middle of the road defenseman or something like yeah. that? Yeah. And some picks. Because that's what Edmonton needs is more picks. They <laughs> <laughs> can't do can't do right with the ones they get in the first round. It's like Eli Manning. That's a football joke. Hi, I'm Eli. <laughs> Hi, I'm Eli. Dude won two NFL championships. Like it's it's called the Super Bowl. Whatever. Our fans don't need to know that. That's true. If you want more on that, listen to Guys hey, in Short Sports LA. Okay, so before we go, I got a, I got another question. Now that 27. we've unfortunately been eliminated by the Golden Knights, are you rooting for the Golden Knights to go all the way now? Nope! James? No, my money's on Pittsburgh. Seriously? I got family ties. I cannot wait to watch Nashville dismantle Okay, I want Vegas. here's, Hold here's on, my let's deal. Let's move to the next round. Here's my deal. I want Vegas to destroy the Sharks. No. Oh, absolutely. I nope, want yes. them to destroy nope. the Sharks. I've never rooted for the Sharks before, and I'm rooting for the Sharks because I'm salty no. as ass. I want them to destroy the Sharks. So if they dismantle the Sharks and the Sharks dismantle the, the Ducks, then at least everybody's already buying into the Vegas dream and how amazing they are as a franchise, it's going to be no surprise. It's only backing up what everybody, this this dream world that they've built for v- the Vegas Golden Knights, right? So it's only going to buy into that, which is only going to put us on the back burner because the Sharks are the last team that they destroyed. And then Nashville <laughs> kills them, right? Which puts them in the low light. Nobody's really going to be talking about the Vegas Golden Knights anymore because everybody expects this to be Nashville's year anyway. So Especially if it plays Dennis. out that way, oh yeah, they kill the sharks, takes the heat off us. The ducks got swept, so everybody's kind of all the California teams are in the same ballpark anyway. And then Nashville comes and cleans house, and hopefully destroys Vegas, and then everything is right in the world. Yeah, that's how I have it playing out in my head. I just don't want to see a three-peat. That's not going to happen. Boston's a better team than. Pittsburgh. I don't know about that. That's not happening. Okay. Well, you didn't think uh, Boston was going to beat the shit out of the Maple Leafs, but here we I are. thought the Maple Leafs would take it, but I didn't think they were going to like take it. And I was the only one that felt uh, that Toronto was going to take it. Is yeah. it funny? There's. I think I put Toronto ahead of Boston, but I think I like called it in like six or something like that. So I, but, I called Boston in five. You know, Boston is like the only like Boston team. The Bruins is the only Boston team I don't like absolutely loathe in all of sports. Like, 
Red Sox, hate them. Patriots, hate them. Celtics? Hate Don't em. care because it's basketball. Oh! <laughs> Still hate them. <laughs> you think if you're born in LA, you have to hate them. You're like, oh, uh, basketball, that's the one that just mimics hockey season, right? Okay, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Just steal some of the fans yeah. that we could have had. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. Anything else? We got anything else? No, I just, I'm, you know what? I'm moving forward. I'm happy with what we saw from the Kings this year. We had a, we had a good season. Should, should we do what we did last year? Yes. Was this season a win? Oh. yeah i feel uh, whereas i i didn't feel like i wasn't on board with season last year being a win i felt like this year was a win we got better we found i think we figured out more of who we need to be we didn't figure out our identity but we figured out who of more were we got to test out some things and so we got to figure out where we need to go from here so it gave stevens a chance to kind of run it his way and see what else he needs to do. It gave Blake a, a, a chance to test out some players. We've got a lot of rookies on the ice this year. We gave a lot of players some ice time to kind of figure out how they fit into our our scheme and where we want to go. Maybe maybe three years from now, five years from now. But ultimately, I think, although I didn't believe that this was a season that we were just kind of thrown away to kind of feel out who we need to be, to find ourselves our eighteen or nineteen and twenty year old years. Um, but I, I feel like we, we did that in the, while driving to be the best we could be. I agree with a lot of what you're saying. I think it was a lot of very good steps in the right direction. I don't know if I can call this one a win though. It was just too painful of a playoffs, the end of the season, the, the streakiness, I don't know if I can call this this season a win. Is this what the Rangers felt like when we beat them in, was it five or six? It was six. It was six, but they were all really close games. Were we in the playoffs last year? (laughs) We were not. Were we in the playoffs this year? Yes. Did we do better? Yes. Yes, we did better, but I'm not going to call it a win. We came close to 100 points. My favorite stat of the the 2014 Stanley Cup Finals was that we had a two or three, two-game lead it was 2-0 and we had led for exactly zero seconds so that's my favorite just had to bring that up again reminiscing it's my favorite stat of all time i i mean i think if if you look at points and you look at everything else you look at five players with career years we did a lot for this maybe i'm just too sad still i'm too upset too pissed off i walked into work today you know a few days after and i was thinking about it i was like I'm really upset. I'm like, I'm depressed about this. Like maybe it's too soon to call it a win for me. I'm, I, I I'll, I'll tell you what, you know what I, I feel about this team the way I've always felt, but I saw a guy, it was, it was, I was doing work at a college campus and I saw a guy wearing his Kings sorority sweatshirt and I left my lunch <laughs> on the table, my phone on the table. I got up, went outside to the parking lot to give him a high five, to give him a go Kings go. And your phone was stolen when you got back. No. It wasn't Coachella. It was a, <laughs> it was a and college our, campus. I might have passed out a business card for the King's Realm. And then came back and sat down. But you know what? To me, that tells me, like, I'm happy with where the team's at right now. I'm happy with, the, with what the team did this year. I, I, I had fun at the games. There was a lot more excitement. Uh, there was a lot more to be excited about. Yeah. In the beginning of the year. For sure. Even towards the end of the year, I mean, there was good things happening. 
But overall, maybe if they would have gone a little bit further, even if they still lost to the Knights, maybe I'd feel a little bit different. But just losing in the fashion they did, it just it hurts too much. Maybe that's why. But whatever. What do you think, Jordan? It's a win. You asked about the season, not the postseason. It's true. But maybe that's why I'm saying what I'm saying is because it just hurts too much. Jaded. It's 100% a win. It's just, there's so many good things that happen. Dowdy's in line for hopefully a Norris. Kopitar's in line for hopefully hopefully a Selkie. Um, Quick had a great year, minus being injured. And we've got some young guys that got a lot of experience and that they're only going to be better next year. And like James said, it was almost 100 points this year. And we made the playoffs. In a, te- in a Western conference that was supposed to be super competitive. And quite frankly... One of the best stats, or numbers, if you will, is that we got a hundred bucks from the flagship show. <laughs> I mean, a that's a win. That's literally <laughs> that's a win. You won a hundred bucks from the flagship show. So we had we had them paying us money. So James had a great year. <laughs> he won a hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> I got which I got none of, by the way. Yeah, we gave it all out. That that's because <laughs> I donated all of James's winnings <laughs> every every week. It was mostly just to fuck with him <laughs> because I know James can't say no to charity. That's yeah, true. That's true. But I mean, we got to put the guys in shorts name out. We did it in the name of guys in shorts. We did it in the name of King's Realm. So all in all, we helped some people with the money. But no, we. I mean, having the flagship show, having to pull out their wallets. That's kind of nice. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. All right. So what are we doing? Off-season-wise, as the King's Realm. Obviously, we're going to be doing some shows here and there, putting out some content. When stuff happens. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think our goal is once a month. We might see a little bit of a lull until the yeah. playoffs are over. I'll tell but... you what. I'll put a challenge out to anybody listening. If you have something you want talked about, and you can rally some some support. <laughs> James thinks people <laughs> are still listening after an hour in. Yeah. That's adorable. It's cute. Hey, right in. Right in. Put the question in. We'll put something together. Okay. So there's three people that are listening right now. Right. You, me, and Jordan. Yeah. Nope. Travis, Zach, and Sean. That's it. <laughs> Everybody else has turned it off. <laughs> and my wife. Okay. Yeah. Good on her. Love Maybe you. like the second or third day yeah. after it's been. Oh, out. no. It takes a couple days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, well, obviously, we'll be doing some stuff over the over the summer. Uh, definitely after the Stanley Cup playoffs, uh, draft time, any anything big happens, we'll be here. We'll talk about it because, you know, we like doing this. As soon as Pearson gets traded, we'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah. We like drinking beer too. Yeah. So. We and James drank loves drinking yeah. scotch. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a whole box here of scotch here. We need to open <laughs> James up. James so. was prepped for James, a long postseason. Yeah, James <laughs> bought a box of scotch in preparation for the podcast. Yeah. So I don't know. You show up in the, at the studio and you want to talk hockey. <laughs> We might just put some content out. And I've had every bottle he's opened. It's really good scotch. <laughs> All right. So uh, before we leave, we got something else. We'd like to thank everybody. Oh, here we go. Jordan, take yeah. it away. Every listener that we've ever had, every person that's left a comment, interacted with us on Twitter. Even our two-star review guy. Yeah, that didn't say anything. Douchebag. Thanks um, a lot, douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow, that got dark quick. I was trying to be subtle, but... Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> um, hey, I just wanted to thank him, all right? No, but seriously, it's it, it's been a lot of fun doing what we do. What we do is, I don't know, we're, we're not professionals by any means, but 
people seem to enjoy it. Nor do we try to be. I mean, no, no. We're, this is not the this is not the show held by professional broadcasters. We're no. just guys that get together because we like Kings hockey. Yeah. Um, we we have our own opinions. We're all well, uh, not well spoken, but no. outspoken. No, <laughs> we we all happen to speak. Yeah, yeah. we're all outspoken. Uh, we all have different opinions. I love a couple of us can read. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> not Jordan. Uh, so so you know, just the support and and everything you guys have have put in the last couple of years has, has meant a lot to us, and um, and we want to thank you. We want to continue doing this. We want to build this brand. And uh, and make it everything you guys want it to be because it's honestly you guys listening. We're just talking. Um, so the more things that and you drinking, well, yeah, lots of that. <laughs> the more you pitch in, the more you throw into us to to talk about. The more, the more we can drink. The more we'll talk about <laughs> what you want. So you're making um, it sound like alcoholics right now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got enough beer cans to buy a small house in Southern California. I will tell you with the, the CRV. The Cub Scouts do appreciate all the CRV money coming in. So. You're welcome, Troop no, Two Fourteen. We should thank our guests too. Uh, Luke Robitaille. Luke Robitaille. Patrick O'Neill. That guy. That guy. Yeah, those yeah. guys. Yeah, those guys. Jay Flats. Jay Flats. That guy is amazing to get on a microphone. He is. Yeah. I, 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 I hope we can get him on again and just throw him things. Just throw him ideas and just, hey, this just happened. Go. More Christopher Walken. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad when we ask him, but he's so good at it. I know. Like, God bless. Just watch him do it. Augie Loya. Augie Loya. A number of times. Jesse Cohen. Jesse Cohen. Goalie expert. Zachary, Zachary Michael. <laughs> Are we missing anybody? No. I, we got people uh, we had We had Travis on the phone. Travis yeah. called in. Travis yeah. will come yeah. in this year. We've got uh, Michael Timoney, but he's like he's, a part, he's of, not the part of the show. He's, yeah. He is when, yeah, when he's he doesn't have herpes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to see. I want to see more of uh, more of those guys in, and, and uh, some new names on the list for next year. Definitely, we're on the giveaway. All right. Well, I think that's it for us, right, guys? Probably not. Yeah. But well, yeah. I'm going to start talking, and you guys are going to go again. All right. Cool. So, as James said earlier, check out. The flagship show. Don't follow them on Twitter. Don't do it. Yeah, maybe you do. They're a good follow. Are they? They're beating us anyway. So it's not a competition anymore. <laughs> yeah, we won the competition. Yeah, go, yeah. Go, go ahead and follow them. Go for it. They're going to be putting out content that it's baseball season, so they're in they're in full swing. It's also soccer season, so <laughs> full got, swing. I see what you yeah, did. Yeah, there. there we go. Um, so we got uh, guys in shorts FC covering uh, LAFC and the LA uh, Zlatans. Uh, <laughs> are they having Zlatan on this week? I, I if they are, uh, Eric's probably going to marry him. So <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know if that fits within his restraining order. <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't have one, he will after that show. So uh, <laughs> definitely check out those guys. They 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 put out good stuff. Both shows. They had Matt Money Smith on. Matt Money Smith. Go they back just, a couple uh, weeks and, yeah. and listen to that. So yeah, Matt Money Smith. They had Chris Camello. This last yeah. week, good interview. He's he has a great interview. So yeah, definitely check out. They got some some good things going over there. And he likes whiskey. He Chris, does. Chris is a whiskey fan, so my kind of guy. You're your guy. I might show up when he shows up in the studio. Whiskey. Yeah. When's the vodka guy showing up? <laughs> We're gonna have to wait till keto season. <laughs> 
All right, we're done. Thanks for the season, Kings and Kings fans alike. Kind of sad right now. Don't be sad, guys. We had, we had a lot of fun this year. The Kings did everything they could. They fought hard. Um, there were some missteps along the road, but that doesn't define the team. The team that we saw is gritty. The team that we saw is passionate about hockey uh, and represents L.A. well. So be happy that you're a Kings fan. Um, you've got a lot of years ahead of you. You know, we've got a lot of years of history behind us, um, all of us, but Jordan. And then uh, we. <laughs> hey, I, mean, I was there for the right years. We're excited. We're excited for what's to come. So it does hurt right now. Get past it. Get through it because there's going to be a lot of good news coming. Don't tell me how to live my life. You shut your mouth. <laughs> you close the show. <laughs> all right. We're done. We'll see you soon. For James Whitlock, Jordan Heckman, the absent Michael Timoney, and his herpes, I am Dennis Wilson saying, Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go! Suck it, James.